Black Girl and Ohm promotes holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color. We encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. This is Lauren Ash. And Dion Ivory, thank you so much for listening. We should start the show with that mug. Do it. Can you please use that song? Can we right now? Right now. Oh. Oh, oh, baby, blast this mug. Blast this mug. We're recording. Blast this mug. Did we start this mug off right, honey? With Ricky Wright, okay? Come on. That was a word for y'all today. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> Come on. So I cannot listen to this song yeah. without Whoa. thinking about mm. Dion. Yes. All right. And got the A. <laughs> I, work. I, yeah, I'm going to take my to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more work. Yup. Let's go. Come on, guitar. Yeah. This is an air guitar that you guys can't see. Let's go. Rock. Rock. Work it out. Wow. I didn't know what that was. I just danced. Oop. And oh my God. I know See, this being is around why we Dion, need this on live. Listen. So have I heard this song, Dion? You laughed at it when I put it on Instagram. Okay, so I must when have. I shared the podcast, I must have. It is one of the greatest songs ever in America. <laughs> and thank you, Billy Ray, for what you do for jumping up on that mug. Jumping on that mug. For jumping on that mug. After sending that black man out, what guy came and did, honey? He brought him to the Ooh, so Ooh, wow. Okay, yes. we just had a blast. We did, y'all. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Wow. You know why I'm excited? Why? Why? <laughs> well, one of my favorite photographers is in the building today. Yes. She, okay, I'm done talking because I feel the lump. The lump in your <laughs> Already? This speak is why I the lump. can't. Speak through the lump, Dion. Let um, God speak through you. So y'all know, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a black woman photographer and I'm very, very intentional about affirming black women through art. And one of my many inspirations is Ricky Wright, who is an LA-based She's not even just a photographer. She's a visual storyteller and a woman who just brings so much life into her photography. And I had the opportunity to work with her for um, the Body of Home for Love, which is my nonprofit in the process um, that helps black women who are who have dealt with sexual assault or who have dealt with sexual trauma and sexual abuse. Um, And working with her on that project was ah, like I am always shooting women. But being yeah. able to be shot by another black woman mm-hmm. um, and being able to see myself through her lens was like so profound because I don't know really what that feels like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and no, I, I know that feeling because yeah. I feel the same way. And even before I met her, like we just had this synergy and... I just knew you. Seriously? Like, oh my God. Were, I'm like, hey. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, we actually have never met each other. Ever. At that retreat, I was like, wait, I, this is my actual first time. First time, time I know. But it was just. We were like on the, ca- like it was, it was too, it's one of those relationships. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And just because I see myself in your work and vice, vice versa. Vice versa, right. I, everything you're saying, I feel. You are hilarious. <laughs> I, feel <laughs> I feel the same way, the lump. Yes. Yeah, oh I my God. Work, Thank you. It's, man. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, we just gonna leave it at yeah. Y'all know what yeah encompasses <laughs> and encompasses all the feelings. Um, look at Lauren; she just y'all should just she just giddy, over here smiling from ear to ear, happy. I know it is beautiful mm-hmm. when you meet that person yeah. that 
does the same kind of like energetic right like expression that you do and then personality wise right Mm -hmm. and then the fact that you're putting something out into the world that needs to be there yeah so that's why i'm smiling i'm just over here like oh i love this so much this is so beautiful yeah because i I do feel like it's a little it's it's rare a little bit it's i feel like it's now it's becoming more of a uh a norm for black women to come together or just women period to Mm -hmm. come together because we're the force I mean across time women have been coming together but also I feel like in the competitive capitalistic Mm -hmm. space that we live in it's sometimes the crab in barrels mindset and I've felt the effects of that and Mm. when you come across somebody that's literally genuine and wants to see you thrive exactly the just the hype you be giving me yes Yes. i don't be getting that from everybody you know and it feels so affirming and that is needed like affirm me i need my friends to affirm me more i love that there is no shame there's no no shame shame in needing to feel affirmed or needed to be affirmed by your community Mm -hmm. you know especially when you're doing so much work that that is empowering to black women and helping them to see so many like different sides of themselves yeah, yes. through art. It takes so much out of you and sometimes you just need that yeah. That that backup. From Absolutely. Somebody that's like, I see you. In a like, similar space. In yes. a similar space. Yeah. And it's like I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. I can keep going, like I'm just so happy. Me, you know. So. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, also, if y'all hear this squeaky chair, and I'm here bouncing because I'm just lit. <laughs> so so excuse the bounce so from excited. the squeaky chair. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're just so honored to have you on the show. Like, you know, Ricky works with Lauren and I on so many things. She, you know, the Black Girl in Home Retreat. She was able to able to be there and document that experience. Magical. Um, we have some unreleased photos. Um, Charlene seen. Man, oh, you them know. things. That thing gonna be coming out, dropping like a hot dropping new like, Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> So those are dropping soon and we just love her and we just are excited to just explore your creative process as it relates to wellness, as it relates to black women and self-love. So let's just dive into it. Let's do it. Yes. I feel like I've been munching and talking. in a studio with like some of the most phenomenal, (laughs) prolific, contemporary artists. I mean, black women artists, artists of our time. So this is like an arc. This is a conversation for the archives. That's how I do this. I love that. I love that. And with that intro, this is one for the books. This is going to be pulled back up at some point. Already yes. know. You already Years. know. Yes. I wish this was alive because the way these heads are moving oh, and bobbing. We can, we can do that in the future. We, yeah, we're going to get y'all are together. All y'all exclusive yeah. people supporting the Patreon. Yeah. A little intimate. What that called? Intimate yeah. uh, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, on that note, for our Patreon su- su- subscribers who give at the 33 level, we can actually yes. share y'all the exclusive sneak peeks of the conversations in progress. So run on over there, y'all. Okay. And T way. Let's get into it. Yeah. So let's talk about your approach. Why? Your big why. Yes. Us is why. Mm-hmm. That's like my whole I think that when I found and when I say us, I mean black people, black women specifically, mm-hmm. that has that just across the board is when I've when I found out that black women were my subject when I knew that that is who I wanted to capture and that is what I wanted to put more of into the ether, into the mm. the the space, the artistic space in museums and galleries and on the internet. Yeah. Um, that's where I want to contribute and it's because I know the feeling and the impact of what it means to 
see yourself portrayed yeah in that light see yourself beautiful yeah see yourself winning see yourself like Mm -hmm. thriving Mm -hmm. and just see yourself in spaces that have not have been told to us that this is not your space yeah it is (laughs) you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that is why i choose to approach especially like portraiture Mm because i feel like it's so intimate i actually enjoy conversing with um I can enjoy conversing with my subjects, so mm-hmm. that's a huge. That's that's very uh, important for me mm-hmm. in my work. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yes. Wow. First of all, you know, you. I don't even know where to start with you. It's like I just have so many questions, and I'm sure that the women from our community want to know too. Like, how? I mean, this is the most basic question, but it's like I gotta ask it. Like, how did you even get into visual documentation? Like, because there's always like a yeah. This is kind of what started on like led me on this journey like what led you here well what really led me here was just um I when I started as a kid I started to realize that I didn't have many photos of myself Mm. as my mother passed away when I was two years old and I feel like the mother and the grandmother these are the people who are like putting together the photo books and saving the photos and um I feel like my life had stopped being documented at mm. two years old. Wow. <laughs> I have, like, photos of myself at that age, but there's, like, this huge gap of just, like, in reality, that was the time that me and my sisters were being, like, tossed back and forth. Like, nobody was trying to, like, I mean, yeah, maybe family reunions here and there, but those photos are just, like, somewhere. Right. And I would just go, and I had friends who I would go to their house, and I would um, look through their photo books and hear their parents. I don't know. It was just like a moment that I felt like was missing from my life. And I'm like, okay, at 13, I put on my Christmas list. I want a camera. (laughs) And my parents bought me a digital Polaroid camera. Mm -hmm. um, And I still have photos from that camera. And I just like went, I became like the family documentarian, historian, every, so so my, my family were my first subjects. I would just literally be so intrusive, like at dinner, just have my (laughs) camera out at church, my parents, my dad's a pastor. And so, um, just the loss and lack of that portion of my life Mm -hmm. just pushed me to want to document in the first place. Mm -hmm. So within documenting, I saw the, the power in in that and yeah. I wanted to continue to tell and capture our story yeah you know yeah yes. that was so That's beautiful so, yeah oh my god like, like I mean I feel like we're thinking everybody has thing. such a different road to yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well and just that like from that from the the absence from the void mm-hmm. but the possibility that was in that void you were like I'm gonna now make up for I'm going to now ensure that as much as I can our family history mm-hmm. m- myself and 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 people around me are going to be remembered it, exactly yes. that's literally and that's what I love about photography wow. that's, that's so uh, wow I mean it's a it's amazing to hear black women's stories because a lot of times 
what fuels our passion is the fact that there was a lack of something or like a void, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like we try to do everything in our power to make sure that other people don't experience that. So that's why we're yes. so committed to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just think that that's so beautiful because it blesses so many people. Yeah. Yes. I, I've, I've always had, I'm so empathetic. I feel so much. And I'm like, I never, I like when, I don't know how I feel about having kids right now, but as when I was growing up and I, w- I would always say like, when I have a kid, I'm like, they're never going to feel like yeah. how I felt. Like Absolutely. they're never going to, yes. you know, you can't like save or control any experiences for anybody but that had that was always like my goal because I just like I don't want anybody to feel or like feel that loss or exactly so I'm gonna take that position to ensure that I can like make sure to the best of my ability that yes black women are seen black families are seen like I think of myself as like a folklorist sometimes I love Zorna Hurston yes (laughs) I love love her oh my god but yeah i read her stories and her short stories and she has films and she she was just out she was out here in the streets like in the same places i'm from alabama like i'm from these really scarred places with so much Woo, so much of our footprint imprint mm-hmm. and I have spent like parts of my childhood growing up in these places and I think that that all is still important many mm-hmm. people don't know about our history mm-hmm. so my work has taken that approach to that to continue to let people know like Montgomery Alabama I mean Mobile Alabama like the Gulf this is where like slaves were brought in yeah. like we have so much in the silver every <laughs> so much i'm oh. just like i'm deep in the work right now so yes. it's all like bubbling out. yeah no <laughs> we can feel it yeah definitely beautiful. can feel that yeah. that energy so. girl we might be related i just have been asking more questions of my dad i know a lot mm-hmm. about my maternal lineage mm-hmm. but i've felt more um just due to various like awakenings I'm having and realizations that I'm having about the importance of having conversations, even with the people that you don't want to have conversations with in your family. Mm-hmm. So literally last week I had a two hour conversation with my dad and I was just in my journal taking notes Going in. and I found out that my paternal lineage goes back to Alabama and I didn't know that. Girl. And I actually went to Alabama several years ago and felt really strangely connected to that mm-hmm. space and now so it's not beautiful. strange mm-hmm. at all. I'm like, oh. My mm. spirit knew. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's um, so, so much related. out there. Yeah. Mm. Girl, I, I, I be ready. I'm like, cousin. <laughs> cousin. Uh, you were hilarious. Cousin Lucky. Y'all remember <laughs> Poetic Justice? Cousin yeah. Lucky. I'm too fucked went to that uh, barbecue. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> it's oh beautiful, though. Yeah. Modern day folklorist. Yes. So are we going to see even more of that history told Yes. Too oh, my work? goodness. I'm working on this short film with Ooh. my grandmother. Oh, and I love that. I'm like... It's, oh, my, oh my goodness. I've been recording our her her and I's like interactions and phone conversations and when I go visit her That's just so like recording moments with her for the past like three years now. So Girl, putting so and editing this footage and just like yes. a really like home video but also short film and uh experimental artistic s- style that I've been kind of playing around with. So um hopefully I'll be put, sending that to like film festivals. No, you will stuff. be. I know. Hopefully, girl, you are. Right? Come yes. on, I'm holding you accountable. Y'all heard boo. I told y'all yes. the hype. The hype, baby. Yes. You know I'm here to I give it to it. you. You know. As <laughs> you run, so beautiful. Yes. Oh my god. Wow. So, like, how do you? How has visual documentation been instrumental in like your personal growth and like your i black identity? Oh Great my question. goodness, that. 
it's been actually this vital. I I don't know. If I've, I've been sharing a little bit more, but I've been doing a lot of like self-portrait work and stuff. Which and I'm obsessed with. I, I've low-key just become like obsessed with it too. I'm yeah. like, and that's the point. That's the point. Like I've been documenting myself and being able to look back and kind of like people tell you so many things about yourself and sometimes, you know, it takes, and I have always admired women who can like take compliments and just like be like, I know, like mm-hmm. I am, I'm it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel that inside of me, but sometimes you just don't want to like let that out and like let, or just like, so when the self portrait started for me, because I just, I wanted to see myself the yeah. way that mm-hmm. I'm reflected onto other people or the way that people have told me that, yeah. you know, I make them feel. Or mm-hmm. I'm just trying to see what you're telling me you see. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, so, that's real. And in that, I will spend moments, like, with these images, like, printing. I started going to the dark room and, yes. uh, like, taking self-portraits on film and seeing the mistakes and, like, seeing myself develop. Like, the whole process of, like, self and from me taking the photo of myself going into the dark room and developing and watching myself develop in chemicals like that's wild come alive like i don't yeah. know all of all of these process things with self-portraiture have been so and and that is therapeutic like i love processing i love cooking obviously uh, okay cooking for me <laughs> <laughs> i do love cooking for you i love cooking for my friends and just process and i think that self-portraiture just like setting up the camera or running back and forth like because i don't Mm -hmm. have a remote all the time i'm like setting up all of that like is therapeutic and like helps me like with determination with my um outside of what the image comes out to be just the entire process of it all is is a part of my like self-care routine or the way that i care for myself yeah yeah oh my god I love that and honestly you talking about that makes me want to be like I've been traveling so much and it's been hard for me to like photograph like I have mm-hmm. not been photographing oh yeah you told like, me you were like I haven't picked up my camera in yeah a hot minute but it's like but also like you talking about self-portraiture and then also that um that quote by Aroma uh Alewa Ale- how do you yes um her is saying that she, she's her. I forgot the quote. It's about her being amused and like. Oh her doing yeah, the quote that was like being that was stolen. Yes, yeah, yeah, girl. The, yeah. It was being attributed to Frida. Yes, 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 yes. I am. I don't want my to, own I, muse, the subject that I know best. Exactly, yes, yes, that. Mm-hmm. I was like, why am I butchering this? Like from yeah, but also yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like Dion. Like maybe this is an opportunity. Hearing you speak about this, you're like, oh, why don't you just go and portrait like and so- use it as a practice? Yeah, exactly. Not even on the goal to like have a fire image, but also exactly. You know, <laughs> as a more introspective type thing, mm-hmm. and like getting to know getting to know my body, mm-hmm. um, and seeing myself through the lens of me, of you, from an outer body type it, thing. It, it is an out-of-body experience. Sometimes yeah. I've had that. Yeah, especially when I've photographed myself in nature. Like, yeah. I love, like, going to the desert. And mm-hmm. that's, like, oh, I love living in California. I love yes. Los Angeles. I love being over here. I mean, I'm from the Midwest. And, I mean, I grew up in the country. and But nothing like the access to such absolutely clear space. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have screamed into the void. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? Without... And I've never, and I've, when I, when you do that or when you just yell, you're like, oh, I don't, you don't do that often. Like, you don't release like, like that. Like, since childhood. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like screaming that. because that is yep. 
your communication. Yeah. You know, or so um, I feel like I am way more free, like when I'm not like in my backyard taking some portraits of myself like my neighbors I feel <laughs> like, you yeah I mean your, bar, your backyard is bomb but yeah <laughs> but yeah you know that that yeah so I you know being shot by you like I said was an amazing experience and I'm sure the other women can say the same thing but like how do you as a black photographer honor your subjects through photography I I mean I think that portraiture the decision to be a portrait photographer within itself has already um spoken a lot to what type of relationship I want to have with my subject Mm -hmm. and how I'm like I'm gonna be like in here and so we gotta have like some sort of like I mean you you trust me to a certain extent you know and I don't like I don't shoot with any like long lenses I really I'm always like shooting with my 50 millimeter it's like so I need to be like right in your face right here with in an you, intimate you know space. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's so important for me to make sure I have that conversation or talk about a personal moment or just, it all starts with a conversation and some, and I will go to a place and I'm like, Oh, this is where, this is the place we're going to create from. You know, mm-hmm. I have had clients come to me just like here in LA want to have a portrait session with you, like some headshots or something and we'll have a conversation and one client of mine she was suffering just from insecurities about post birth like mm. birth, um mm-hmm. scars yeah mm. stretch marks stretch marks <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah. and she was like, you know what? I thought I wanted to take headshots, but I'm going to use my second look. Could you, like, just capture me? Like, she just wanted to be nude. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. I want these photos for myself. I want to. And we broke down. We both started crying. Like, having those yeah. moments with people, I'm like, and being able to give her, that to her and for her to even trust me, like, for women to trust me to be the one to create birth mm-hmm. this thing for them yeah. you know I am yeah my work I feel like is representative I'm not a mother but I maternal mm. instincts like kick in sometimes and I'm just like okay I care about this yeah so much because not on any uh you know anything selfish but like this is this is my work yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also this is you and I'm representing you and mm-hmm. so all of this, th- just the basic, that basic concept yeah. is so embedded in me. So. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love how careful you are with every exchange. I'm just like, this is beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You absolutely. just spoke to like an incredibly healing moment for you and your subject. And obviously there's probably many of those, mm-hmm. right? What is a moment when as a, as a visual artist, photographer, you really realize that, like, the, like the enormity of your work, like you know, because sometimes when we pick mm-hmm. up a practice and we're also like good at it technically, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of get in the flow of like, oh, this is what I'm doing. But like, was there a moment that you can that you can point to that you're like, that was really when I realized, oh wow, I'm up to something major. Oh my goodness, I think that it was when I pushed myself to like put on my first solo exhibit in L.A. Um, that was really hard one and just like having I had never gave myself the opportunity one I had never printed my work like mm. I 
I've had a favorite favorite image of mine. It's called Protector. If you ever if you go on my website and the print section it's the photo car protector of two twins like over I a know, blue building uh-huh. I love that yeah <laughs> and I had only experienced that photo for like four years on my computer and on Instagram and I've never I, I wasn't printing my work before like two years ago and so I had this show and then I was able to I raised some money and I was able to print the, the print was 24 by 36 and the printer like laid the photo out on the table to show me the quality of the print and I saw things in my work that I had never seen wow. and I saw th- their eyes clear and wow. I saw the facial expression and everything was still as perfect as like I was like this is still my thing and also just when I was able to like that piece sold and I when I talked to the person who purchased the photo and just what the imagery did and just like sharing my like sharing yourself and being that vulnerable yes I was like oh my god now I feel how people like my subjects feel like when they're just like I don't do like sharing vulnerability like that vulnerability I'm like this is important like in humanity period and I think that if that's what I can help contribute people to be more vulnerable and emotional intelligence is important. (laughs) Like we need that. Like that's what's wrong with our world. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like my, I, I want to help contribute more of that Mm -hmm. and work with some of the greats and just have like amazing conversations Mm -hmm. and be able to have those like very emotional moments of like maybe just perspective changing moments sometimes you know so um yeah I'm I went to school for journalism I love storytelling Mm -hmm. I so outside of like still photography I'm just really into the story (laughs) I'm into like and that's why I'm going into film and We gonna make movies. I'm laughing because I, I I went to uh, school for journalism too. See, I did. Like, and I was like scratch this, but I was I, no, no, I, I scratched it that too. I scratched it too. I, I, like, I, gra- I graduated with a telecommunications degree <laughs> and a minor in graphic design, but I was like, you know, we gonna, I just yeah, journalism wasn't. Yeah, that mug was not. Yeah. That mug was not he rocked that at is all. So no. interesting <laughs> that all of us have that. <laughs> Also, film, we got a little something that we right. got to finalize. Lauren, like, you actually, okay, I'm not even, like, you pushed me. That that opportunity when I uh, shot that Paris Maze commercial with oh, you, yes. like, that was just, like, I felt like those were the beginning, like, yes. phases of, like, I want to, like, put this in motion. Yes. I just want to, like, yes. create more of this content. Like, yes. yeah. more absolutely beautiful, soft, like, Dion, the thing we shot, like. I, I know. I, it's still like I'm trying to find ways to even elevate that in a, in like a, another way because that is not just like sit on my computer forever type thing. Yeah, that is no. girl. First of all, there were white women who saw the film and literally were crying and was just like, I know that you weren't speaking directly to me, but, but it, mm-hmm. everything about this was just so Those like words, powerful. And I was like, Lord, you words. better move up in here. Yeah. Um. I, and also like, so your editing style is so stunning to me and I just want to know and I'm sure other people want to know what is your inspiration behind like cultivating such a beautiful aesthetic that I feel like it's not it's not just pretty but there's something about it that's like moving I just be like mm-hmm. ooh like I'd be like ooh oh my when goodness. I see it I love it well I it definitely still comes from that space of um, so another reason why black women are my subject in my work is because 
of my mother passing and because I've always kind of longed for that feminine connection, trying to figure out where to find my femininity Mm -hmm. and the subjects, the first subjects that I had are the photos that I saw of like my aunts and my grandmother and all of them have like the sepia tint to them. Mm. Like I just posted on my, the last photo on my We're Instagram page it. is my mom. I it's love, I'm obsessed my mom with that. With this blue dress on. And I was stating that I don't have many photos of you mom. Like, so I really cherish imagery that just kind of like takes you back to that time. I like really, <laughs> I'm such a sap. Like, I'm like, I moved, I like dropped I not not dropped, but I transferred college my junior year from Eastern Illinois University to Alabama A and M University just to go back to Alabama, mm. and I had like an existential crisis in school. I only had one semester, two semesters left before I graduated, but I was willing to just risk it to be where my mom was. Oh, wow. I just wanted to go back to Alabama, yes. and I transferred, and I went to Alabama A and M University, and that's where I graduated from. Aww. So HBCU, shout out to my HBCU. Come oh, through. It was definitely fe- my school was featured in uh, Homecoming. I was about to say, that's we was amazing. Hype. We was hype. <laughs> girl, that whole experience visually too, right? Wow. Just yeah, wow. I mean, her and her Beyonce and Solange, like we and there. I'm shoot. I want to shoot them for my no, sis series. We are like, shooting them. We're doing and it's it. gonna be freaking epic. And we're going to be jigging with Solange <laughs> as she sings Almeida. Yes. And we're all going to oh, have a great bins. time. We're going to do it. We're going to do a Ben's challenge oh, together. Bad. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Oh my God. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you are a clown. Um, girl, what was I going to say? I don't even know. I'm just, we're over here. You know, I just want looking I, at your, your feed. Like to, just to go back to what I was, or to, to answer your question is that I, I, I want imagery to, that takes me back to, I don't know the seventies. I love like that. Eighties when my mom. Was I definitely alive. can sense that through your work. <laughs> so, like, yeah. yeah, my work is like really mm. dark and like moody, moody, and just because I really do have a lot of feelings around death and loss and yeah. the longing. And yeah, reaching. and we need it's space. So inviting. Yeah, we do. Black people, we need space yeah. to actually feel those feelings. It's, uh, I've realized that it's actually okay to feel yes. that I experience death, and I've realized like my the people are people around me. Um, so a lot of people haven't experienced death of someone close. In their I life. haven't. I've yet to experience. I have that. friends who would like tell. They're like, I have never experienced like what. And so, like, as a person who I lost my mom when I was two, my father passed away on my birthday two years ago. Uh, yeah, I remember. And that's coming up um, soon. So I am in a space like just, just always like searching for answers. When so you lose someone, you lose a lot. Like you know, you lose like answers to to a lot of questions that you may have had like Mm -hmm. you think about a lot of like missed like opportunities and and so I don't dwell in that place but I do I can create from that place you know so and I am always honoring my and I I feel like it is a way of honoring like my my parents and keeping their legacy alive Alive. yeah let's dwell there for a while because that's the space that I'm in as well like my grandmother passed two years ago Mm -hmm. and um 
I have really been able to see what I've gained from it. Like it was an energetic shift that really transferred so much into my life, my work, my everything. My mom recently came here because I just moved to LA and she mm-hmm. came to like just help me settle in and just bless my space with her goodness. And um, one of the things I was intent on, I was like, oh, can you bring me like a bunch of grandmother's things, you know? So I have like dozens of photos of me and her and just my grandmother from over the ages. I have some clothing of hers. And I also have this giant book. My grandmother wrote a, a weekly column in a black newspaper for 30 years. You are kidding me. I'm not. So this is what so I... So you've just got... The archive is mm-hmm. strong right mm-hmm. now. Yes. The personal archive. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. So it's like literally all these essays on everything you can imagine. Like wow. she talks about reactions to when the color purple came out. She talks no. about um, the presidential inauguration that she went to. She talk, It's from literally from the 70s through the 90s. Wow. And oh. it's amazing. She's oh talking about God. her family. She's talking about po- politics, like everything. So for you, um, guess... Uh, speaking directly to our audience too, like there's a lot of folk out here who have, you know, experienced loss, who have, who might be anticipating experience loss, you know, like none of us like to think about death, but the reality is it happens right all the time. So what are ways that you think everybody can honor that you have experienced more perhaps closely to like through your art, but just Mm -hmm. in broad and broad ways, like how do you honor? Yeah. I think I pulled a lot. I will never forget. I was spending like, after my pa- father passed, I spent a little um, time overseas and I was in Israel for like a month almost. Mm-hmm. And I was watching reruns of Good Times and there was the episode when uh, Florida's husband uh, dies and it's the damn, damn, damn <laughs> episode. And mm. she, the way she was grieving mm-hmm. was like ignoring. Like mm. she just kept moving. Like she's like, and her kids were not like happy with that they were like mom cry like say something scream like and she kind of shared a moment with about our ancestors and how like we keep going like you move but you you don't forget you honor and you know she was she was partying she was celebrating Mm -hmm. like and they just did not understand like what that meant so Mm -hmm. I feel like just being able to I, I, and I took from that moment, I understood both sides. I understand the sadness and I understand that you have to celebrate yeah. within the sadness too. You know what I'm saying? Because right. like life is so beautiful and life, like I can feel a resurgence of just energy in the spirit realm. Yes. I don't want to get like... No, girl, <laughs> girl, girl. I, I do. Let's okay. go there. <laughs> so I, it's a losing both of your parents who actually the people who brought you into this realm like are no longer here Present. I'm mm-hmm. technically orphan I have parents and my uncle and my aunt but I don't have that um physical presence of the people who brought me into this earth but when I tell y'all I have a such a strong spiritual connection with my parents I can feel it so in my in my work in my will to continue in just the perspective of the things that are now important to me yes I just feel like lights are in just like so many like aha moments have been Mm -hmm. happening just in the past couple years since my father passed and I'm just like okay this is definitely something and it's not like I you know I can't ignore it and I can't I don't want to like discredit it you know because I now have parental spiritual guidance yes and these are 
it's it's such a blessing yes. in within the loss, you know. So, yes. um, and I just you still like your parents. They'll have like they you want to honor their personality, <laughs> you know. You want so. My dad loved. He's so like suave. But, like I wear his necklace like every day, and he just was. <laughs> he gave me this ring when I was twelve years old. I'm wearing like, my he, grandmother's ring. <laughs> I'm wearing my grandmother's ring. Yes. She gave me this ring. So I'm really big on just like honoring honoring in that way yes. too, because you so many conversations are yes. had like within that, and so you're always speak. You're like yeah. remembering and remembrance. Absolutely. Like, so, wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I just think it's a conversation that I want to elevate more mm-hmm. because it's so like ancestral connection same, same. is so empowering, especially as black people mm. and leaning into it allows us to be afforded with so much like strength and yes. capacity and like, like further Lean inspiration feeling like yeah. so many people talk about like feeling something, yes. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that something is real, you yes. know? And yes, it can, um, help guide you mm-hmm. you know part it's part of your intuition i feel like yes. all of that is like i feel like my intuition has gotten like so girl much stronger girl. that gut feeling i'd be mm-hmm. like oh i know how to say no right off the back i'm like oh no mm-hmm. as soon as as soon as that without feeling comes, questioning without it. questioning i'm just like i know i already my body i like that the way your body talks to you is so crazy sometimes i'm just like wow the answers have literally always been yes. there Literally, yes. what? Absolutely. We just. Why did I say they like you? <laughs> I'm so good on me. I'm so good on Beyonce. They wow. be there. So, um, I don't. I. I have. I'm. I'm old enough to know now that yes. that voice and that that feeling is saying something to me because yes. every time I listen to it or every time I don't listen to it, yes, I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you're just like this multi-layered black woman. You know, everything is with intention. Yeah. You know, and I think do that everything with intention. Do everything, everything with, with intention. intention. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that so much about just beyond you being an artist, just you as a human being, you know. Um, lastly, I think I, I just want to know who are you like whose work are you inspired by old, you know, whether they're gone or they're still present mm-hmm. with us. Like who inspires you in your work or what um, artists inspire you? In yeah. I think I am my work currently has been hugely inspired by Roy D. Caravas. He is a uh photographer who is no longer here. Uh and but he works within the shadows and he shoots a lot of like dark imagery. Mm. And his work is right now, if y'all have been to Sullivanation, it's it's, it's up in so there. amazing. It's, it's in the, the the dark photos of Billie Holiday on stage. Like oh. it's barely like you can barely see like it's like in some photos you can just see like this silver and like knuckles. That. You know, like yeah. things that make you like You have to look in, in deeper. It's, yeah. Go in. <laughs> it's the same feel it's like I I want people to like get get in there, get close. Yeah. Like it's intimacy is mm-hmm. good and absolutely so i um it's his work has affirmed me because even before i discovered his work i was that's the type of work of mine that i was like this speaks to me like i don't care what like what people i know that technically this is not a good photograph if i was like being judged on what a good photograph is like lighting and the shadows and You're so subjective <laughs> i know and i just and, i mm-hmm. i feel like so i have students i mean and i also teach here in los angeles and i have a lot of students who i'm always just pushing them to 
go with what they feel and right. I'm teaching them technical skills as well but also outside of that what feels right to you is what you're going to like continue that's what it's going to keep pushing Absolutely. you so um seeing somebody work like that um oh my god Khalil Joseph Bradford Young these are filmmakers I'm obsessed with they shot Lemonade Stage I mean, Selma <laughs> um, yeah I'm obsessed with yeah I, I I'm a lot of contemporary I a lot of Maya Angelou is forever her life story I've read she has seven autobiographies and I've I'm on the seventh one right now she's talking about her and her mom which is very ironic that I'm about to finish that book but also her relationship with her the community and artists has shown me that like she just has so many she's a great storyteller so Mm -hmm. there were so many um interpersonal stories within her life story like she's talking a lot about James Baldwin and just like I just the renaissance like that was happening mm-hmm. back then is like happening again now Absolutely. and i know the importance of being close to like people like you yeah and people who are creating the imagery that is changing people's lives and people who, yeah. that are helping people understand themselves more yeah and people who are creating liter- the literature to read to understand like so i'm inspired by my peers yeah all the time um yeah so girl <laughs> i might go do my homework <laughs> Look up all those people. I mean, yeah, I I think that that's important to talk about what inspires us. There's so many amazing artists out there, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And even when art doesn't look like yours, you can still appreciate mm-hmm. where they're coming from. That's exactly. a whole different approach to life. And mm-hmm. it's just like the fact that somebody sees life so differently is just fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I love you and I'm inspired by you all the time. And, I, and I'm very grateful to exist in this space alongside you Same. you know doing oh, this work too. for black women mm-hmm. um and all of our other you know photographer women out there black women we see y'all i am floored y'all i mean yeah i i'm on a daily basis i'm like maybe i need to get off the internet for real like because <laughs> i know i love i i i'm i feel it i i yeah. feel it like i feel that people are like now they're just creating because they feel like it's okay. Like I can do what I want. Yes. Like so, and we can e- exist in all of these realms, like the art side or the commercial side. Like exactly. Dana Scruggs is out here killing. I'm like, okay, I want to like make a cookbook. <laughs> okay, and why not? I'm like, why not? Because back in the like, I I am just. Yeah, that's why. First of all, you why should because you're a great cook. I want and your photography be, I food. want that to be part of my like folklorist work. No, it's happening. Girl, Thank you. I want to it's go happening. Back. You I, heard it here first, y'all. Yeah, y'all did. Exactly. Exclusive content right here, baby. Yep. So we'll have you next on the show talking, talking about, about your cookbook. cookbook. Black recipes. With your black lentil tacos that I love. We have oh, an LA God. Kiki where you make the food. Exactly. Oh, that's a whole situation. And shoot it with black hands. We in there. I'm not even kidding. I already know. I already know. We're already. Wow, I'm just happy to eat. The face that Lauren is giving me, y'all, right now. Because you know how I I am. know how Lauren does not play when she speaks it. (laughs) For real. It actually went to the next level recently when I think it it happened. So I have to be really, really careful. These are all the facts, okay? (laughs) So here we go. I'm excited. (laughs) Wow. Anything with black beans in it. I did not. I thought we were done, but that just came. So here we go. What else do you want to speak right now? Woo! Stuff Doors I eat. Are open. They, okay, but, but that's, we're probably going to record there one day. I don't First know. Yeah, we are. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, Y'all, know. there's this local black owned vegan, vegan spot place. called Stuff I Eat. Wow. 
I don't know. Maybe I, I maybe I'll have a documentary documenting like the black, even the owner. She's a black woman, right? Yeah, girl, do and that. Girl. Look, her, she nod her head, girl, in key, agreement. Key. key, like wow, am I speaking projects right yes, now? Yes, you are. Woo. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are hilarious, and I'm done. With this cackle yes. with this head move. Woo. <laughs> I can feel it though. That's yes. why I'm like, I'm really I'm Girl. excited. Also, we're only a few days away from the new moon. All this energy. Y'all, my right birthday now. is May 16th. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Tell me about we, this. We, Taurus season is here. I'm in my season. Taurus. I'm a Taurus. That's so interesting. Yes. Yes. Uh, we here. That's wow. why I was like, yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about any of that, but it's okay. We got to <laughs> talk about. Uh, all the things. Mm-hmm. There's like major stuff happening within Taurus this whole year through 2026. I don't know if you knew that. I am here for it. I need it. We gonna talk. I need <laughs> okay. All right. Any, <laughs> any any closing words of inspiration for any young black women oh artists listening right now? I literally I said it earlier. That intuition, that inner voice, that feeling that you feel. Like listen to it and push and like and start before you think it's ready. <laughs> like start before you think you're ready. Like just, That's a just word. go, do it. That's a word on today. We have ended our TED talk. Thank you for coming. <laughs> We've given y'all life. We've given y'all gems. Yes, and we got the horses in, in our bag. All I could do was a little head bob. I'm so done. We are ending this episode with that music. Thank you. Ah, I wish we could end it with a jig. Prolific. Like where they can ah, see the jig. Ah, <clears throat> prolific. Y'all can feel that. Yeah. Prolific. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. Whoa. Thanks, babe. Thank you. I love you guys love so much. You. Love Thank you. Thank you for what you guys do. Yeah. Black Girl and Ohm. First of all, I've been listening to this podcast forever, and it has between y'all, you, my league, Hey Girl, and it's so crazy. I was on Hey Girl podcast. And <gasps> really? Yes, I was featured, and it's just like uh, being on podcast I that I love. Doing? Girl, okay. I sent it to you. I sent the link. Yes, <laughs> I, love, I know that but was great. That just helps me affirm me as yes. well that yeah. I'm yes. in my purpose, and yes. I've been obsessed. And yeah. it's a blessing to even be working with y'all. Yes. Okay. Well, you guys, we're about to go eat. So we 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 gonna see y'all later. <laughs> wow. Great, great, great. News. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Is mad at Black Girl and Ohm creates space for women of color to breathe easy. You guys, we would like to thank our amazing podcast crew. Khalid B, thank you so much for an amazing intro. It's live and it's lit. I love it every time I listen to it. Keith, good news. You are such a phenomenal audio engineer. Thank you so much. Um, Valerie Titus Glover, our digital strategist on the podcast team. Girl, you are amazing. Thank you for your commitment and to our amazing community members. Y'all some real ones, day ones. We want to thank y'all so much for rocking with us. We love you, support you, and we are so grateful to share space with you. <laughs>